Good afternoon and welcome to Soundbite, the politics show. You're listening to Burst Radio, University of Bristol Student Radio. Available in Stoke Bishop on 11.34am and online at www.burstradio.org.uk. I'm Daniel Dunn. And I'm Scott Yearsley. It's 12.16. Wow, that was a frightening sounding introduction, wasn't it, Scott? It was, actually. I think people might get the wrong idea about us. Sounded like an invading army. Yes, yes it did, Daniel, yes. But we're not invaders, don't worry about it. Could use it for a soundtrack to an invasion, though, couldn't you? Could you imagine it? Invasion of Iraq, 2003. If the leaders of countries did decide to put soundtracks to invasions, then, then yeah, I think they would, but... But could you imagine it? Featuring George Bush. But then again, the one before that would have also been featuring George Bush. I think you'd have to mention that in the credits, yeah. yeah. How ridiculous. Anyway, as you may know, this is Soundbite, the politics show. We're going to be talking for the next an hour and a half about politics, funnily enough. Um, first of all, let's tell everyone what the show's all about. This is uh, the Politics Society's radio show. Um, what we're planning to do is fill you in on news uh, every week and have a bit of a chat about that, have some friendly banter. Uh, we're hoping to have different guests in each week. None this week as it's the first one, but hopefully someone fascinating to speak to every week. Or someone boring. Or someone boring, indeed. Yeah. But we'll endeavour to get someone fascinating, won't we? Yeah, we will, we will. Um, so uh, we'll, be, we'll be chatting to them and... Ha- which will hopefully be interesting. Um, or boring, don't forget. Or hope boring. to have a, an obscure political bit of the week, something strange and wonderful from around the globe, um, a political quote of some sort, topical barometer, and a contest. Yeah, can I just say, um, for the makers of the Friday Night Project, the topical barometer is a completely new idea we've come up with. <laughs> yes, um, we'll also be uh, having a topic of the week every week and hopefully having weekly specials. In fact, next week we're having an October elections uh, student politics special um, with representatives from the University of Bristol Union. And the week after that, our special is the gazpacho soup. It's delicious. No, uh, after that, um, our special guest is uh, chairperson of the University of Bristol Conservative Association, which will hopefully be interesting. And we're having a um, the chair or president of each of the major parties come in to discuss what they're up to on campus and how they relate to the main party itself. It's going to be fab. So uh, Scott's going to give you a, a little spiel about the Politics Society, um, hoping that we're going to get some new members from this broadcast. Yeah, this would be the ideal time to join the Politics Society, by the way. Tonight we've got a pub crawl starting at 8 o'clock at Rhubar. Now, the thing about the Politics Society is, it's not just about politics. It's a fun way to meet people who are interested in having a good debate We have socials, we have debates, we have quizzes. We're running a trip to Parliament. We're going to be running a trip to Northern Ireland. It's just a fantastic place. It is a place, Daniel. You know, it's a place in our hearts. It's a place. It's a fantastic thing. It's a society. Yes. It's a thing to get involved with. It's fantastic. And we're not biased. And and we do a lot of lash, don't we? There is is much lash involved, yes. Especially at pub politics. That's uh, your one to describe, Scott, as you're so good at it. Pop politics, it's armchair politics, really. You, you come along, you, you get a beer, which we provide sometimes. Port, you, port. port. Or port, port, or sherry, yeah, yeah. And uh, you sit down, you have a big debate, you end up shouting at people, which is, that's what life's all about. Shouting at people, getting angry, getting heated up. So uh, now we've told you about society, we'd like to tell you a bit about ourselves. Um, my name's Daniel Dom, I'm a first year, uh, second year now, undergrad, um, uh, single honours politics. I'm from London, and if you want to get in contact with me and email the show, my email address is dd5149 at bristol.ac.uk. And I'm Scott Yearsley. I'm also a second-year politics student, but I also do joint honours with French. I'm from Gloucester, and I was flooded over the summer, 
And um, if you want to get in touch with me, well, don't. But if you really want to get in touch with me, sy6226 at brist.ac.uk. Seriously, I'm, I'm available any time. Scott, you don't perhaps remember the uh, telephone number for the show or the station, do you? Yes, I do, actually. Off the top of my head, it's 0117-954-5777. That's 0117-954-5777. Don't I sound like I'm advertising some kind of ocean finance or something like that? Yes, you do. We're not going to help you out with your debts or consolidate all your payments into one manageable monthly payment. No. Um, but please do get in contact with the show. Um, for anything from the sublime to the ridiculous would be fantastic. Yes. Anyway, we've um, we've received a few emails recently. We've told we've um, put out some feelers to the rich and famous. We've asked them to give us some support for this show, and we've had quite a few replies. For instance, here's Graham Smith. He's the chairman of Republic, the campaign for an elected head of state. An organisation I understand you have quite a bit of sympathy for, Scott. Yes, I do. I am a Republican. Although if I'm, if I was in America, I'd be a Democrat, which is just very confusing. Um, I do want to throw the overthrow the monarchy, which um, is a bit weird, I know, a bit and radical. Hopefully we will be having a special on that subject. Yes, we will. Let me read out the email. Okay, please do. Dear Soundbite, good luck with the show. As someone who grew up in Bristol and who has a keen interest in politics, I think your show will be a great forum for discussing a whole range of issues, whether they be mainstream or less conventional. As campaign manager for Republic, I hope Soundbite will challenge conventional ideas and seek to provide serious debate about the future direction of Britain. I believe questions about the very nature of politics, our constitution and our head of state are only going to get louder over the next few years. I'm sure those taking part in your programme will help provide some of the answers for those fundamental questions being asked. Graham Smith, campaign manager for Republic. So if you do have any answers to the, the question of what do we do about an elected head of state or a replacement of the monarchy, don't forget to get in touch with uh, me, Daniel, on dd5149 at bristol.ac.uk. Or me, Scott Yearsley, at sy6226 at bristol.ac.uk. And remember, you can phone the show 0117-954-5777. Um, now we've got an email from uh, Lord Levy of Mill Hill, who sent in a good luck letter to the show. Scott, if you'd like to read it out. Dear Daniel, I'm in receipt of your email and the following is my note of goodwill that you can certainly read out with pleasure at the start of your first programme. Just realised I wasn't actually meant to read that bit out, but it's fun nonetheless. I want to wish the new programme, Soundbite the Politics Show, great success. I understand that this is your first programme, and my name is Lord Levy. I've been for the last ten years the personal envoy of the former Prime Minister Blair to the Middle East, and I know how fascinating and consuming politics can be. I very much hope that the programme will add a further dimension to all your listeners. Good luck. That was a really nice email. We'd like to thank Lord Levy for sending that in, and we very much appreciate his contribution to the show. Yes. We're actually surprised we could get hold of him, aren't we? We were. It was very difficult to get a hold of a lot of the people we wanted to send in uh, messages. Um, specific members of the cabinet were rather a pain to get hold of, or even to reply. Even David Lammy, who's a member of the government, uh, not the cabinet, I don't think, at the moment, should know that, being a politician. Yes, we should do. And a member of the Labour Party. Mm-hmm. But um, we were told that it would take him three weeks to respond to our email. Yeah, he's a very, very slow writer, in fairness. <laughs> well, is that... Or slow typer. Or slow typer, yeah. 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 It's a shame for representative government, isn't it? Yes, it is, yes. And strangely enough, and most appallingly, Hillary Clinton did not even reply to my email, which I sent two days ago. 
what better does she have to do? And it was rather difficult to get the personal home email address of Gordon Brown. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it, mm. it wasn't going to be Gordon Brown is cool at hotmail dot com or anything. Although like we that. didn't try that, maybe, maybe no, we should. We should have done. Yes. Anyway, we have another um, we have another email here from the Labour candidate for Bristol West, Paul Smith. We've had two Smiths on the show so far. Hmm. Uh, he says, Daniel, this is a great initiative, and I hope it promotes more political debate among the student body. Please let me know if I can be of any assistance. I was union president myself at Newcastle when dinosaurs still roam the earth. I think that m- last bit may be a bit of hyperbole. Well, I was going to say, I don't think you kn- uh, the University of Newcastle is one of the ancient universities of this country. <laughs> Certainly not 65 million years old, anyway. Well, I mean, Oxbridge is supposed to be a thousand years old each, roughly. Uh, you know, each college. Oh, no, oh, Ox- each university, eight, yeah, from, mean, from yeah. its founding. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm not quite sure if he's telling the truth about dinosaurs still roaming the planet. No, I think possibly we should be taking things slightly less literally. Yes, maybe, maybe he was making a joke about his age to relate to the youngsters. Oh, I, that's quite clever, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah I, I see that's clever. Who would have thought yeah. of that? Anyway, Daniel, should, should we talk about some politics? Well, well, first of all, I've actually got an email from your mum, Scott. It says, <laughs> it says, Dear Scotty, good luck with Soundbite the Politics Show. It sounds lovely. And don't forget to eat all your fruits and vegetables. Oh, isn't that nice? Love mummy, and there are three kisses. Three kisses. And it says lots of cuddles. How did you get hold of my mum? How did I get hold Well, I sent her an email, gave her a phone call. What's her said, email address? Scott's mum um, wants to send in an email to the show at bristol.ac.uk, even though she's not a student here. Okay, very good. I believe you now, actually. That actually is her email address, if you want to get in touch with my mum. Anyway... Can we now talk about politics? Yes, I think we should. I think Excellent. we should move on to some news-related current affairs subjects. Okay. Um, well, let me think. What's very current in the affairs at the moment, Daniel? Well, of course, there's the um, shock resignation of Min Campbell. Yeah, but... who was who expecting that? Oh, I don't know. But uh, it's, it's happened all of a sudden, and uh, I think it's given us a topic to discuss on the show. I think it has. Thank you, Min Campbell, for giving us something to talk about. Well, um... I'm not surprised, really. I'm not surprised that the Ming dynasty is over. <laughs> That's uh, Simon Hoggart said that, but not until I said it first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so why are you not surprised, Scott? Because he's old. No, really. I mean, did you see his speech at the um, Lib Dem party conference? No, but I, I did see his... Um, they did the kind of chat show thing with that, that comedian. I forget what her name is, which is awful to mention on the radio. What, that you, f- that you forget what her name yes, is? Yes, because probably everyone's forgotten my name already. Okay. He's Daniel Dom, listeners. Yes, indeed. And that's Scott Yearsley. I'm, I'm pointing at him even though you can't see him. No, no. Uh, no, what, what was the comedian saying? Um, she wasn't saying anything in particular, but it was supposed to be some informal chat making him look like a, a down-to-earth leader who's called Sir and is in his mid-60s. Yes, and has an Olympic medal. Yes. Yeah. No, um, no one thing, um, at the Lib Dem Party conference, he stood up and he was giving this whole spiel about um, how complex modern politics has gotten. Thing. Things like, um, and there's Tony... And he wanted to be like Maggie. And then there's Gordon. And he wanted... He doesn't sound like that. I just... Every old person in my mind sounds like that. Well, you've actually managed to make him sound like a member of the Conservative Party rather than the Lib Dems. Yes, yes. Um, and then, he's, and then, there, then there's Dave. And he also wanted to be like Tony. But he doesn't want to be like Maggie. It was just... It was depressing. It was like the, the last cry of a man who still desperately wants to be relevant. It was, it was boring and it was sad. So, um, do you think the Lib Dems will be able to choose a leader who they who is actually relevant to this generation and um, who's not Paddy Ashdown or Charles Kennedy? Well, um, 
I do. I suppose I, I do want Charles Kennedy to come back. I mean, he he was fun, wasn't he? You know, alcoholism aside, he was fun. But he he was just like too much of a nice guy in yeah. Parliament. He'd stand up and say, yeah. I agree with people, give a little wave, I, yeah, and then yeah. sit down. Well, I suppose they should be. I think they should definitely choose someone younger. I mean, if the old person didn't work for them in the past, you don't want a steady pair of hands. The Lib Dems are too far behind in the polls to go steady. They need to be radical. They need to be out there. So I think they should choose somebody younger. One of the one of the orange book liberals, I think. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Well, I was I was reading an article in the in the Telegraph the other day. Oh, really? Um, not that I Why? read the Telegraph. Why? Well, I'm I'm not actually a Telegraph reader. I was doing it in preparation for this show, actually. Oh, oh, yes, that's um, a good so, idea. So, so please, <laughs> please don't look down on me. Um, but uh, the, it was interesting. He said it was talking about Nick um, Nick, Nick Clegg, Clegg and Chris Hume being the uh, front runners for the job. Yeah. And it said they're very unlikely to pick um, Nick Clegg. Um, because he's too good-looking and too smart to be leader of the Lib Dems. Yes, yes, I read that too. You sent it to me, that's why. Yes. That's why I read yeah. it, yes. <laughs> In preparation for F- the show. Funny that, that, funny, yeah. But, but do you think the Lib Dems are completely, um, you know, is, is it a prerequisite to be leader of the Lib Dems that you've got to be an ugly moron? Um, well, or, or an old bloke? I, I don't necessarily think Charles Kennedy was that ugly. I mean, apart from, you know, being ginger. <laughs> Which isn't, isn't a good thing. Although, it's the colour of his party, I mean... Can you imagine if um, the Conservatives had blue hair and uh, Labour's had red hair? I think that should, that'd be a great idea. That'd actually be like a quite release stunt or something. Yeah, well, I think that David Cameron should actually shave off all his hair up from a strip in the middle, dye it blue, and be a Mohican Tory. That'd be quite cool, yeah. Um, what, what was the question, Daniel? No, uh, I, was, I was talking about how... how the oh, Lib do you Dems need to be are, old and... Yeah, they, they can't really pick a, a leader who, who's relevant and aren't very good at picking a good leader of the party who can unite them and take them forward, really. No, I see what you mean. I mean, I, I think, personally, they should choose someone, someone not old, someone who is relevant to not just the youth of today, but even the middle age of today. They need well, somebody... the middle age of today still does constitute a large number of votes. Yes. In the country. Um, I, personally, I, I, if it weren't for Mark Houghton's whole scandal thing, I would have liked him to have been the leader. I mean, do you remember the scandal a couple of years ago? Yes, I remember the scandal. Yeah. I mean, I being, being caught with a rent boy. Rookie mistake, Mark. I, I, I wasn't in the country at the time, but I was following it avidly um, because I was hanging out with a couple of mates who were Lib Dem supporters and rather enjoyed winding them up about the uh, failings of their party. Yeah, yeah. But personally, I don't think Charles Kennedy would be a bad thing, but um, I'd well, probably go for... I mean, Chris Hewn's just entered the race, hasn't he? But... Is it yes, Chris, we is were it, discussing Chris Hume we, in we, comparison to Nick Clegg. Yeah, I mean, I, oh, Chris Hume wouldn't be too bad. I don't really know. I, who's into Lib Dem politics? Yeah, who, who knows if, anything about if, the Lib Dems? If you have an idea for a leader, please give us a call on 01179545777. Because we... Lib Dems are just... They're just or, or email either us, dd5149 at bristol.ac.uk. And sy6226 at bristol.ac.uk. Um, also, it'd be important uh, to... Uh, we have to remind our viewers that you're listening to um, University of Bristol Burst Radio... Um, broadcasting at 11.34am in Stoke Bishop and on www.burstradio.org.uk online. And if you're not listening to it, then, well, that presents a bit of a paradox, really, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah. Well, well also, should we remind them of the show? This is the brand new sound, Soundbite, the politics show, and uh, we hope you're enjoying it thus far. Yes, yes, and you should be. So back to the Lib Dems, Scott. Yes, back to the Lib Dems. Um, do you get confused between Simon Hughes and Chris Hune? No, no, I don't. Okay, nor do I. No. All right. Okay, does anyone get confused? Different names, different guys. Yeah, but it's Hugh and Hugh, they're similar, you know. But when we're at, now we're not actually discussing the politics, we're discussing how funny their names sound. Yes. So, Isn't um, that what politics is all about, I really? I think that 
getting rid of Ming was uh, probably a, a smart idea because in, in one opinion poll, uh, it's a uh, recent opinion poll, it predicted the Lib Dems would win no seats at the next, at the next election. Yeah. Could you um, imagine that, going down from the mid-60s to nothing? I could, yeah, I suppose I could actually, yeah. I mean, it'd be, um, it, it pretty much happened the last time the Liberals were big, didn't it? I mean, I think their low point was when they had maybe six seats in Parliament. But after they'd done so well in um, 97 and 2001... Riding off the, po- the, you know, the unpopularity of Iraq. Yes, but, it, but, but, but could you imagine, after all the unpopularity of Iraq, the Tories actually supporting that, that the votes have moved away from the Lib Dems? Yeah, because most of the Lib Dem votes are going to go to Tories, aren't they? Are they? I'm not sure. I think that's the way the politics would... I have no idea. Would that be the orange side of the party supporting the Tories? I think possibly it would be, yeah. Because I'm... Or maybe the anti-Labour side in general voting for the Tories. Do you think the anti-Labour side would defect all the way to the Tories? I don't know. Stranger things have happened. Yes, they have. Yeah. Like aliens. Aliens. And aliens too. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty strange. Uh, no, personally, I mean, um, I think we're all debating Lib Dem politics now as if it were one of the most important things facing the nation. But really, they're a third party. Yes, we can be interested, but... Are they that important? I think so, because we're talking about voter choice here. Yeah. And there's got to be someone who represents, who, you know, a major party that represents the people who don't want to vote Labour and who don't want to vote Tory. Yeah. I mean, personally, I mean, that suits me. I'd, li- I'd like to vote for an Orange Book Liberal. Um, an Orange Book Liberal, ladies and gentlemen, is one of them who really believes in capitalist kind of values. Very, very liberal, almost libertarian, and that suits me down to the ground. Now... I would be a Lib Dem if they went in that direction. But is it really possible that they will? Well, um, they have removed their policy of um, 50% um, tax. Yes, they on, have. 